Hi, everyone. Welcome to And the Story Continues, episode three of the question of winter entitled Chip and Dale. This episode will feature a reference from Eliza Clark, the Canadian author. I hope you enjoy. While Finnis has been off learning to fly and getting into sticky situations with Smath, as you can tell, I'm not super jazzed about that, I've been trying some info gathering. I've been talking to a whole lot of folks from a whole lot of places. One of the earliest was this group of bees from across the street who were so talkative. I bet I could have learned their mother's maiden name and their favorite teacher from high school. That was a fun conversation, though thinking back, I didn't really learn much. Hey Velma, hey Sinclair, how's the move been? Are you enjoying the new place? Well, as you can imagine, we're a bit busy. Of course, Sinclair may not think so. He likes to uh, partake in a more supervisor role. That's because you, Julia, and Weston have everything planned out in your head, and I know I would better be used as an overseer to make sure that plan happens. We're literally just moving our pollen. There's nothing to plan. That just means I'm doing a great job, if that's how you see it. Julia and Weston, the twins, if you remember, have just started venturing out on their own. Oh goodness, I get worried whenever they leave my sight just thinking about what is out there. If you think she's bad, I can't even focus on my own flying when they're out. They've got each other, but <laughs> that might even make things worse. Just as we arrived, there was this nasty smell coming from all around. It was off-putting, and we second-guessed if we were even in the right place. You haven't known bad until you smelled that. But the place looked as we were told, and so we did our best to clean up what we could and discover the smell was from a rotting mulberry. We figured it was just a coincidence and was overlooked when getting the place cleaned up for our grand arrival. That was until it happened again, the next, and the day after that. Whoever was leaving must have expected us to skedaddle after the first few, because uh, I'm guessing they ran out and we haven't seen or, better put, smelled that putrid smell since. And they went on and on about the twins and the move and how the flowers are so much better in this part of town and, well, actually, I couldn't disagree with them on that. But they did end up mentioning a run-in with Smath. It seems like they were rightfully unaware of what was happening, but I let them know of Smath and what she can do. They seemed pretty comfortable being able to fend for themselves and I trusted their instinct. Now, as fun as that was, it was rather tertiary to my objective of knowledge collection. Later that day, a longtime friend stopped by, one who I haven't seen in a very long time. Dale is the real deal. Dale is a dragonfly friend who I've known almost my whole life, but seen about a total of three weeks of. It's just his nature to venture out and never stay put. When we were young, it was mostly him exploring the grounds and maybe a neighbor's garden. Now I think he's been as far north as Vermont, which honestly means just about nothing to me. Anyway, he had some actually useful insight into this winter expedition we were planning. So I've seen about six winters, all of them unplanned. If I can do it like that, I know Fizz will be alright with this much time to prepare. The biggest thing is getting your food all set up. I spent my first winter in New York. It gets cold up there. At least, I thought I knew what cold was until I went to Vermont. That stuff will slow your wings and make you second guess what kind of bug you even are. 
in New York, there was all kind of critters going away for winter. Thought it might be in my best interest to head home, but I didn't realize how far I'd made it over the summer. Here's what it did. First, I found a place to stay. Now this is crucial, because it's got to be warm enough for you, but can't be too out in the open. The biggest thing I learned while trekking through the winter is that everything's food, even you. Second, well, everything's food. Don't pass up an opportunity to eat, no matter how bad, since you may never know when the opportunity will rise again. Thirdly, not to be forgotten, is that you are as quick-witted as you think you are. Preparations comes in two ways. The way I did, being thrown into it prepares you for every experience like it after that. Or you could do it the right way, by thinking. It's easy to consider the obvious scenarios. What if I'm out of food? What if my shelter gets destroyed? Stuff like that. That's not exactly what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about what do you do when you had a bearing based off a leaf and half a day later, the snow hits the ground and it's covered. How do you get back? Where do you go from there? That's what I'm talking about. Well, Dale, if you're around here any time before the snow starts falling, I think Fizz would really get a boost from your stories. Actually, he's out learning to fly even better than he could before right now. It's tough being a flower. You get to see all these things move and go places, but you're stuck here. On the bright side, you get to see how this one spot changes every day, every year, whenever. Hey, so that's not the only advice I got to give. You're making me wish I could pick you up, strap you to my back, and fly you up to the lakes of New York. But I can't. What I can do is get you this book. I think you'll like it when Fizz is gone for the winter. It's got this picture of a girl with butterflies in her hair. Never read it, but just looking at it might make you feel a bit more jovial. Anyway, I'll drop that off later, but for now I've got to go. Well, it was great seeing you again, Dale. It always is. Don't tell Fizz this, but even though he's my best friend, I think you're a pretty cool guy too. <laughs> oh, shucks that Chip. You're making me want to stick around longer than I should. Until next time. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to episode three, Chip and Dale. I hope you enjoyed it a lot. Our next episode will feature some reference from uh, 1923 in Taiwan. It's just the events from the year 1923 in Taiwan. I don't know what I'm going to do with that yet, but we'll see what happens. Uh, if you don't mind liking us on Facebook, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcatcher and spread the word. If you like the show, if you have any comments, feel free to email me at atscpod at gmail.com. We have Twitter, Facebook, connect with us there. I'd love to hear some feedback from the show. And I just can't thank you all enough for listening. Um, this has really been a step out of my comfort zone in, in telling this story. And I am hopefully getting better at it every time, but more so I'm, I'm having a great time making it. And I hope you have a great time listening to it. So with that, I will leave you until next time. Bye-bye.